really let you know I enjoy your show every morning. I listen to it every day. Kyle Sherman Live starts now. Hey guys, it's Tuesday. This is Kyle Sherman, and this is Kyle Sherman Live. Today we're talking Bachelor drama, Charlie Sheen, and Mike Tyson. What's going on? And of course, top of the hour, it's Celebrity Milk. It's all coming up here on KSL. This is Kyle Sherman Live. Of course, last night was the Bachelor Women Tell All edition. And guess who DVR'd it? No, I'm kidding. Shouldn't even do that this time. Emma Baker decided to watch this one live. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. What's going on? <laughs> so, with the Bachelor. It's extremely dramatic. Things are getting really heated. And um, Brad's actually down to the last two women. And last night, all of the women who had been sent home throughout the season came back to talk about the actual taping of how the show was. And it was really, it was really interesting to hear each of their perspectives. I mean, I think a lot of the girls were really falling for Brad and totally falling in love. And then I think some of the girls were there to get on TV. And um, of course, I mean, there, uh, that's why a lot of people probably, you know, try out for the show to begin with. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny is the last two girls standing, I think the very first day that they met Brad actually made the biggest impression. Chantel, who is one of the last two, uh, actually slapped him in the face the first time that she met him. And Emily oh, gosh. looked beautiful. She just looked like this classic Southern belle. And he was totally taken back, you could tell. So last night on the show, Brad actually ended up coming back to talk to the girls and to make an appearance. You know, unbeknownst to the girls, Brad's actually chosen his fiance, but none of us know who it is. He just knows that he has, we just know that he has a significant other. So one of these women, out of all the women in this women tell all, is the final that he's chosen. Well, she's actually, she wasn't there. The two girls. Well, then we standing. know if she wasn't there. Well, there are two that there are two that oh, weren't there. Oh, I understand. See, yeah. I don't watch The Bachelor. Yeah, it's okay. They, I, it seems more like <laughs> a show have that you. girls watch if they don't have boyfriends, if they have a lot of free time on their hands, etc., <laughs> etc. Et There's just no reason for me to watch The Bachelor. That would so, be weird. Yeah, one of the most controversial contestants, actually. I think she's just her name's Michelle, and she was just the most dramatic, the most aggressive. I think one of the most beautiful. She was actually a mom. She's a mom to a, a little girl who's five or seven years old. And uh, she was totally shut down last night because, you know, the behind the scenes interviews, she said uh, some things that were mean, yet at the same time, I think it was all out of humor. Like she said she wanted Chantel to get attacked by a barrel of monkeys. Oh, is Charlie Sheen's uh, Charlie Sheen found his new wife. She's not a porn star, <laughs> but she's been on The Bachelor. So the, she was getting a lot of heat, especially from one girl named Jackie. And um, it, it, Michelle, it, honestly, I was really shocked watching this. Um, when I was in the house, you know, fine, everything's great. Like, you didn't really show your true colors. And watching it now, I'm like kind of equating you to a spider. You're like creepy, and everybody's afraid of you. Like, it's like, but like you say these things, and 
it's not like the comedy factory here. Like, we're not trying to be funny. And I know that you say things to try to be funny, but it's like, it's like, why did you say those things if you if you're just trying to poke fun and like, be funny? Like, that's not why we're here. That's not the point of this. I don't know. Like, watching it now, I don't think you're humorous. I think it's. Michelle, like, are you really gonna I sit there and cry? I think like, honestly, you know what, you guys? Like, I don't know how else to say this other than, like. I really did go on the show for the right reasons. I left my daughter to go and pursue a relationship with someone and I was genuine about it. And I'm so sorry if I made you feel that way. Man, okay, so 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 Jackie really does attack her. It's She's crying at the end she, of this whole she thing. She was completely devastated. And she was just called a spider. Which, you know, in the realm of things, it's, it's not that bad. It's an arachnid. But it, it's, the fact that Jackie said she was like, creepy and spiteful it's just yeah it was no, it, it just so mean. hurtful it is mean but i i think the classy way would it would have been to say listen michelle you are an arachnid you're very <laughs> uh ominous and you know just use a little bit more of an educated uh, political correctness <laughs> it's not even pc it's just this educated way of telling michelle how she truly feels because then michelle either wouldn't have understood her mm -hmm. based on her education mm -hmm. or would have just let it go by. Instead, she yeah. has to end this thing crying. I mean, how horrible is that? Well, yeah, and Ashley H., which was one of the last girls standing, she was the she was the third to last woman to go home. And she was one of the few women that was on Michelle's side. And, you know, Michelle is a single mom. And the way that Jackie was attacking her, I think it made her feel like she was a bad mom because Michelle did leave her daughter at home to pursue finding love on The Bachelor. And I think it was really hard for her. She said she regrets, in a way, leaving her daughter because every second that she was with Brad or that she was with some of these spiteful girls, those are seconds that she could have been with her daughter at home. So I think that whole side to last night was really tough for especially the host because he was having to literally he was like girls calm down you need to be quiet while michelle can regroup because michelle she like couldn't breathe she was having a panic attack this is why i don't watch the show i loved it it was so intense i can't handle <laughs> i can't handle women crying and this all this whole dramatic intense stuff and the host has to calm everyone down I mean, come on. Yeah, Chris had to this, step in. This just seems, this seems absolutely ridiculous. I didn't go on this show to like, to be a clown and just be like the person everyone talks about. Like, that's what's frustrating is I want to find love. And like, I want that for my daughter and for me. And I don't know. Right, I want, break. I want that. What a sob story. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Michelle, I don't know how you were brought up, but in my family, like, it kind of goes something like this. Like, you know, you put your child first. Thank you. And I'm sorry, but I felt like you put you first. I know how my mother raised me and how I plan on raising my children is putting them first. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. It's okay. okay. That's a, come on. That's a okay, pretty that's obvious right. statement. And I felt like if she put her daughter first, there are definitely some options that she could have made. But like options uh, hey, hey, and hey. what you say are two different Guys. things. Like really? Wow. Another big clip there. Yeah, you could see Chris step in and yeah. he has to break things up. Yeah. It was really it was brutal. I it was technically the definition of the hot seat. I could not host a show like that.
I would just start you breaking totally down. Could. <laughs> I would just start breaking down with those girls. I would egg them on to keep them crying. I'd say, well, you are a spider then. If she <laughs> says so, you must be. Oh, man. Well, kidding. That's, next Monday, man, that's I, I actually, I, I'm super bummed. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be walking in a fashion show Monday night okay. for my girlfriend for, for her, for the LA Fashion Week for March. And I won't be able to see The Bachelor. I'm well, going to have to DVR have to DR it. it. Yeah, I mean, that, but, but that's a big bummer to you, I yeah, guess. I won't be able to go on Facebook or read any of the news because it's going to be all over the place. Right, so that's all you can do. I, I can't do any of it, so I'm just going to come home and watch it with my mom and have a little bachelor pow- powwow. <laughs> a bachelor party, if yes, you will. literally. <laughs> Are you going to have strippers there, Emma? No. Quick, quick to say no. Well, you know your mother may be listening. That's why. <laughs> uh, you mentioned before the show something different. Do you want to talk about it? I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So do we have any more? Let's see. What, what, what else happened last night? On The Bachelor. Any more stories? A lot of the contest. I mean, I don't want to call them contestants because it's not really what they are. But a lot of the girls were just giving each other flack. I think they said things on the show that they totally regret. And uh, I think that a lot of them were bashing Michelle for bad-mouthing them. Well, so the, Michelle was just attacked last night over and over again. Oh, relentlessly. I'm really confused. Like, did you watch the show? Just out of curiosity, did you watch the show? Because I was a little shocked at what you said about, not me, all of us. And I felt like you were very two-faced. Yeah, were, I mean, I we lived like... with Michelle, and then watching this show, we saw some completely different oh, yeah. and it's like I think those were the true colors coming out watching it back if anything I was more hurt because I thought that I got to know someone that was a great person and then just seeing the things you said I was just more hurt by it you know I was like wait did I get to know someone or is this a totally different side that I never saw like uh, and if you're gonna if you're gonna be that way and if that really truly is a side of you then own it and, and all you can can't contradict like, it the sarcastic, and, dry humor that I yeah. have, and if you don't get it, but I see, I, I see, in some ways, seeing you say you hope apes get somebody, yeah, that's like, humorous. Seeing you say that really? you're surrounded by a bunch of little girls, that's hurtful. All right, The Bachelor, a show I don't watch, but Emma DVRs and <laughs> tries to catch it live. Coming up here in just a few seconds, kidding, minutes, American Idol, just around the corner. We're going to talk all about what's coming up on the show because there's a bunch of episodes this week as usual. Wow, there's, that's like the most seen show, it's I think, like in America. It's like three days in a row. I'm so excited. All right, guys. LMFAO on one through one BlackBerry, iPhone, Android. We're live 24-7 worldwide. Head to mobile.califm.com on your smartphone to start streaming Cali FM now. This is American Idol. And I want Ryan Seacrest's job. <laughs> no, seriously, I actually did. <laughs> I want all of his jobs. If he would just quit, the economy in Los Angeles would actually rise and we'd come out of debt because he's taking all the jobs here. He just needs to retire. Like, there, there, would be an enti- there would be tens of thousands of people who would <laughs> find jobs finally. We have the- True. Unemployment rate would go down. Guys, here's what's happening this week on American Idol. All right, the top 13. They take the stage Wednesday. Very exciting, actually. I'm, I'm excited to see who's going to who's gonna perform. You know, I'm excited to see them perform, rather. I, I really can't wait. I, I know On that Wednesday. there's going to be really, really tough competition. And America votes. So make sure you, you text in. 
And this Wednesday, they're performing songs by their favorite artists. So this isn't chosen for them. Right. You know, it's not a Beatles week or whatever. You know, yeah. This or Aerosmith week. Mm -hmm. Have they done that yet? I don't know, actually. To be honest, I don't, I don't know. That would be challenging for a lot of the contestants because this year a lot of them are sound different. They're I've... not mainstream. It's true. You know, I, I, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like somebody did a Steven Tyler song. Yes, Lauren Elena. An Aerosmith song. Yeah, she's she's like the one that's 15 years old. So did they, maybe that was the day. Oh, maybe. You love Lauren. She's still on the show. She's so cute. I'm still mad my prediction was wrong. It <laughs> makes so me incredibly so wrong. mad. So like, incredibly one, wrong. Like less than 24 hours <laughs> after my, I guess it was actually just about 24 hours after my prediction, uh, I was completely wrong. It was unbelievable. She she went home. It's just like crazy. Uh, for the second week in a row, Wednesday's performances will be taped. It yeah. won't be live. There's been a lot of online speculation that it's to edit bad performances so they could you know record it twice. In response, producer Nigel Lithgow tweeted. There is a load of crap being discussed. All the contestants sing live. The show has always been recorded to the West Coast. We are pre-taping for two weeks as we have a new director and new judges. It has nothing to do with manipulation, you morons. Wow, he's upset. He's angry. He's upset, yeah. Wow. Nigel. You don't want to mess with Nigel, I man. Had, you know, I had no idea that was going on. It's so funny. You, all you see is basically what's on the surface and what you watch each week. But little did you know, there's actually so much... That goes on behind the scenes. I can tell you. I bet you it's live. I'm I almost, bet you it is I'm too. I'm 99 sure it's live. Well, you I know what? Highly, highly doubt. When I, it would, it would, there's no way. When I was watching last week, when when the judges were having to pick, or maybe it wasn't last week, or I don't know, whatever. When the judges were having to pick the last three two weeks ago or last week, Ryan had to fill time. And they aired J-Lo's new music the, video. The video, that's yeah. right. He cued the video. So, hello, it's live. It was, I mean, they're trying, they're, there's that, no other way to avoid that. Maybe that's part of the plan. They try to screw with you. <laughs> Ryan did, there, did. Yeah, there was no problem. Ryan actually just did that because they want to make it look live. Or maybe way. it was the way they wanted to show J-Lo's video. It's also, these are the same people who are saying we never made it to the moon. <laughs> you know, these are the people who are just ridiculous. They're the ones who sit outside with picket signs and say the moon landing's fake. It's like, well, listen, that happened in the 1960s, first of all. The Apollo missions happened a long time ago. Late 60s. Relax. Yeah. It's 2011. There's <laughs> no reason to be sitting outside when it's 60 degrees right now here in California. You should be in pants, by the way. You know, you they're in shorts always. It's like, hello, it's not actually summer yet. I learned that yesterday. Right. Summer starts uh, sometime soon. I after hope. May. Please, it's so windy. I learned here. I was a spring baby. Yeah, the, the Santa Ana winds here yeah. in Los Angeles. The Santa Ana winds get really crazy. Actually, they really do. They get they get nuts. It like bl it blows so much that it, it's kind of frustrating. Actually, all right. Thursday, so, hey Thursday, Adam Lambert's actually going to be performing at American Idol. Nice. I and mean, you know, Adam Lambert's actually from my neck of the woods. He's from San Diego. And um, I, I'm excited to, to hear him sing. He's so talented. And you know what? Uh, I believe, I don't, oh, shoot, I don't know the guy's name on American Idol this year, but he keeps being compared to Adam Lambert. He's like, dude, I'm over it. Stop comparing me. Adam Lambert is who he is. I am who I am. And, uh, you know, I'm here. It's the kid who has Tourette's. That sounds like a song. I am who I am, and I have, I'm the kid who has Tourette's. The band. <laughs> 
So the front runners for American Idol right now are, are Lauren Elena, my favorite, Pia Toscano, Casey Abrams, and Jason, Jacob Lusk. Although I'm really upset to see, to not see Scotty McCurry's name in there. Why not? Because I'm in love with him. I know. I just wanted to hear you say that. Okay. That's real. <laughs> well, we'll have more you, American you Idol updates for you later in the week. I'm excited. Wednesday. We'll have a lot back. to talk about. Wednesday, the top 13 perform. Uh, real quick, uh, season seven winner David Cook. Yes. He has recorded a new farewell song, actually. It's a remake of the uh, 1985 Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. And um, it'll actually play on Thursday's vote off. <laughs> Can I just say something? That's what? hilarious that it's Don't You Forget About Me because it's it's David Cook. Like, I've forgotten about David Cook already. So yeah. he's like, he's coming back. He's coming back. And he's like, hey, listen, guys, don't forget about me. I was on Idol. Remember me, David Cook? Remember? No. And then Adam Lambert, of, uh, you know, of course, is... Uh, is is going to be performing on Thursday, and so like like you said, and so here we, have, we remember Lambert, of course, because yeah. of his his hit. But what? Tell me a name of one of David Cook's songs. He has to sing, "Don't You Forget About Me," which is a remake, by the way. Which is a re- <laughs> not even an remake. original song. Nineteen eighty five. Unbelievable, unreal. I just can't believe this. It makes me angry. All right, it's Britney Spears, one through one. You're listening to Kyle Sherman Live. Hi, I'm Amber. Hey, I'm David. We're from New York City, and we love Kyle Live. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. Ultimate winner. Duh. Winning. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. That's how I roll. I have one gear. Go. Rolling with gold. Rockstar presence. I thought that was why they called it show business. Trust me. Always. Obey. Do the math, you moron. Pure gold. Duh. Somebody debate me. Winning. Duh. Defeat is not an option. So bring it. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. Ultimate winner. Duh. Winning. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. That's how I have one gear. Go. We're coming out. With zeal and focus. It's epic. It's a war. It's on. Say about it. Winner game over. Score doesn't lie. <sighs> Winning. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. That's how I roll. I have one. Go. I don't need to say it anymore. Winning. I just come up with this. Thing. I'm crazy. That's pretty bitching. This shit's gnarly. I'm just deep truth. I'm crazy. Ultimate. Ultimate winner. Duh. Ultimate winner. Duh. Winning. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. Duh. That's how I roll. I have one gear. Go. Charlie Sheen <laughs> has been officially fired from Two and a Half Men. This is the Charlie Sheen machine. Am I the only one that's excited about this? Okay, Charlie Sheen machine. Here we go. Charlie Sheen has been officially fired from Two and a Half Men. In a statement released yesterday, Warner Brothers and CBS said, after careful consideration, Warner Brothers Television has terminated Charlie Sheen's services on Two and a Half Men, effective immediately. Everybody else is going to be begging me for their job back. Duh. Winning. Come Wednesday morning, they're going to rename it to Charlie Brothers and not Warner Brothers. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie wasted no time running to the media with his reaction. He told Axis Hollywood, also known as The Lopez Show. Uh, is that the show he's on or is he extra? He does extra. I guess if uh, I guess if you can't process a guy or realize his value, you must terminate him. That's real highbrow thinking, really evolved thinking. I don't know. 
It is what it is. I'm more worried about my children, Bob and Max, right now than any of this nonsense, you know? And also, I'm a warlock. I'm kidding. I added that part in. These guys are such yellow cockroaches that, that they didn't even have the decency to call me. I put five bill in their cheap suit pockets and another half a bill in what's-his-cheese's pockets, and this is the freaking respect I get. It's just, it's just deplorable, and they should be ashamed of themselves. Just per- like Jackie, by the way. I'm pretty sure that he's the one that first came out with the horrible statements about his bosses. Right? <laughs> right? Exactly. He's, like, They're- complaining about how he doesn't get respect. And I'm sitting here thinking, dude, hello, you started this. This is all you, man. Yeah. I, I just love how he yells at... He brought it out to the public first. I, I love how he yells at the, at the execs at CBS and Warner Brothers, calling them yellow cockroaches. I don't even know if they're such a breed. I always thought they were brown and crispy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Charlie plans to sue for breach of contract, telling TMZ. This is very good news. They continue to be in breach like so many whales. It is a big day of gladness at the Sober Valley Lodge because now I can take all of the bazillions, never have to look at... What's his name again? And I never have to put on those silly shirts for as long as this warlock exists in the terrestrial dimension. Has he joined Scientology or what? I don't even understand what that means. According to a letter Warner Brothers sent to Charlie, he was fired because he committed a felony involving, quote, moral turpitude, which means, one, an act of behavior that gravely violates the sentiment or accepted standard of the community, end quote. And therefore, therefore, he broke his contract with Warner Brothers Television. So basically, Warner Brothers is firing him because he... Is an idiot. He did an act... Of or behavior that gravely violates the sentiment or accepted standard of the community. Is that really a, a legitimate reason to fire somebody? Yeah. Uh, if it's in your contract, I guess so. If it's in your contract. And also, uh, look at why can't Lindsay Lohan get a job? Here's the deal. It's all about insurance. When they have to insure the actor mm-hmm. later on, it's going it, to... It's, this is this is going to cost them more money. I mean, than the, even the one point eight million that they're spending on. Well, I so think, anyway, I think Charlie Sheen just needs to call it quits. It's not like he ever has to work again in his life. No, he does because he spent all his millions on hookers and booze and drugs. I bet. <laughs> is that a direct quote? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just guessing, actually. But it's okay. Uh, that's what we do. When we talk gossip, we guess. <laughs> sometimes you're right, like American <laughs> Idol, and sometimes you're wrong. You just never know. You're listening to Kyle Sherman Live. Woo! Yeah, baby! Oh, it's a who said it! <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know where that came from. It was, so, it was like an inner thing. It was after the Charlie Sheen machine, maybe that's why. I just watched reruns of House of Pain and Two and a Half Men. I love cops. I think it's my favorite TV show. God, I sound like such a loser right now. Who said it? Was that A, Charlie Sheen, B, John Cryer, his co-star, or C, Robert Pattinson? Do we have an answer? And uh, Manager Max is going to try here, too. Are you sure you didn't say that, Kyle? (laughs) (laughs) Well, cops actually may be one of my favorite TV shows. So the question is... Do Charlie Sheen and John Cryer really watch reruns of their own show? Okay, so you guys are going to go ahead and analyze this. Interesting. I see your... But we're in deep thought. 
about this. I lost my word. I know you're in deep thought. <laughs> I'm, I think uh... it's my favorite TV show. God, I sound like such a loser. I think God, I sound like such a loser is too uh, much of a mellow statement for Charlie Sheen. Yeah. So I'm going to cross him out of the I'm list. I'm going with B. So now you're going with B. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with C because I don't think Cryer. that John Carr will watch reruns of his own show. I, just, I don't see Pattinson saying something like that about himself. Really? Yeah. God, I sound like such a loser. <laughs> uh, okay. And and your final, did you say? I'm, uh, I'm I sorry. Think I'm, I'm going to go with C. You're going with C. Yeah. All right. Well, as usual, we're going to find out as soon as we return. This is Kyle Sherman live. Stand by for more Kyle Sherman. What the hell is that? Oh, it's rotten milk. Celebrity milk is just around the corner. But first, there's an explosion in the studio <laughs> that we have to take care of. All right, it was who said it before the song, and it was all about uh, if Charlie Sheen and John... Cryer watched their own show. This was the quote. I just watched reruns of House of Pain and Two and a Half Men, but I love Cops. I think it's my favorite TV show. God, it's only such a loser. A, Charlie Sheen, B, John Cryer, C, Robert Pattinson, and of course, Manager Max guessed B, John Cryer, and Emma, you guessed Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Before you get a little... To be honest with you, I'm pretty excited to tell Max something right now. Are you ready, buddy? I'm ready. Are you ready to know if you're right or wrong? I'm ready to know. Well, you were absolutely wrong. <laughs> yes, I'm I sorry. was right. No, you don't know that. Oh, that's right. You were also absolutely, I'm kidding, you were right. All right, good That's job. what I thought. Char- There's no way Charlie Sheen and John Cryer watch reruns of their own show. Sorry. Well, Sorry to break I, it to you. I, I doubt they do. You're absolutely right. All yeah. right, guys. Uh, Celebrity Milk coming up here in just a few. It doesn't. The time is right for a nice warm drink of Celebrity Milk. Utterly delicious news. Oink, oink. <laughs> nah, that's the sound of a pig. <laughs> Uh, yo, what up? He was born that way. Okay. A uh, brief clip of the surveillance video capturing Lindsay Lohan shopping, or I guess I mean shoplifting, to be honest, uh, at a Venice, California jewelry store in January has finally been released. I know we talked about this the other day, which may have been yesterday. I don't know. They all blend <laughs> together now. Last night, Entertainment Tonight aired the footage, which shows the actress browsing through the store dressed in denim hot pants and a black shirt. Lindsay is accused of stealing a $2,500 necklace from the store. Meanwhile, Lindsay is reportedly upset with Lauren Michaels after Miley Cyrus took a dig at her on Saturday Night Live. TMZ says Lindsay considered the SNL producer a mentor and a father figure, Man, she doesn't have many of those. And now feels betrayed. So much so that she fired off an email to Lauren. And in uh, Miley's monologue, she's saying, I never stole a necklace or got a DUI. Probably went more than I never stole a necklace or a DUI. You know, I saw this video because it's on on the website. Not on our website, but on Entertainment Tonight's website. And it's really, uh, it's, it's. Bizarre? It it, it just looks like a security cam video. And she just looks like she's trying on jewelry. It doesn't look like she's actually stealing so something. How, how do we know she really did steal something and this is not? Because they sold the video. They're not pressing the charges. Store. 
And she didn't pay for it? The owners probably hit it. This is all a marketing scheme. <laughs> I'm becoming it's all scripted. I, yeah, it's all, this is scripted. Her publicist. Her life. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is like the Truman Show. We just don't realize it. That's a great movie. It's a great film. I, I need to rewatch that. I know. I love, love, love that movie. Love, love, I feel, love, love. I wonder love. if it's on Netflix Instant Watch. If it is, I'm going to check it out. All right. Now, I know a lot of you guys probably thought Emma Watson was going to Brown University, but she was. <laughs> Who you, needs Brown when you got Hogwarts, right? Yeah. Emma Watson says she's ditching her textbooks to focus on her acting and modeling career. I definitely think she's good at that. Wow, Emma, there's some stiff competition up with another Emma. <laughs> Which one am I talking to? You got to guess. Woo! You have no idea because you're both named Emma. And we're the same age. On her website, the 20-year-old writes, quote, As you know, I love Brown and I love studying pretty much more than anything in the world. But recently, I've had so much to juggle that being a student and fulfilling my other commitments has become a little bit impossible. She still plans to graduate, though, saying it's just going to take me a semester or two longer than I thought. You know what? That's okay. Good for her for pursuing a, a career and... At the same time, trying to finish school, I think that's something to idolize. I completely agree. Now listen to this. This is hilarious. You're going to laugh. Emma, are you ready? I'm talking so, to you, babe. I need to laugh. Thank you. Not Watson. Taking on Tyson. Oh, that's Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson's new series featuring his entry into competitive pigeon racing. Received some favorable reviews, but an animal rights group is not flying high over the Animal Planet Project. And you remember Tony from Reno called in yesterday and broke this yes, to us. he knows the inside scoop. He, he does. He does. He always, the day before, I swear. Members of PETA, that's the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, or people eating tons of animals. I don't know what <laughs> what it's really, what's really, what it really stands for. I'm kidding. That doesn't even make sense. Members of PETA are planning to protest outside Tyson's gated Nevada community in Henderson. If Mike Tyson truly loved birds, he would fight for their protection, not force them into a race that tears them away from their families and subjects them to injuries, exhaustion, and finally death. Do you think birds really know that they have families? Just a point. Just a thought. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I don't know. Whatever. I they, they might. I never. I've never asked one. I should go back to Chicago. There's a lot of pigeons there and talk to one of them. <laughs> How, like, how does a pigeon sound? He sounds like Dory trying to do the whale voice in Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ah! How does, how does, can you do the whale voice? Yes. Let's try it real quick. Go. <laughs> I forget what she says. I want to go swimming. I want to go swimming. <laughs> All right. Well, the birds. Oh, I think I have like indigestion. indigestion. <laughs> it's like, that's so weird. The birds, uh, they're going to be racing. Animal Planet has no immediate response to the protest. PETA, you know, whatever. I think you had a joke about PETA this morning and what you ate for breakfast. Yes. Okay, here's what I have. Uh, as you guys know, I'm trying to gain 18 pounds. And I think it's working. This morning I woke up at 430, which I always do every day. And I got up. And here's what I do. I usually, uh, this is very weird. And I'm going to tell you guys what I do. It's a very private thing. So keep it to yourself. Here's what I do every morning. I get up. I get naked. Out of bed. Because it's freezing in the house. And I go like this. I stand in like, uh, like I'm going to do a jumping jack for a second, actually for like a minute and a half. And I'm just like, oh, it's cold. Wake up. Seize the day. 
and then I go downstairs, but I put on my pajama pants back on. I just, I just, I have to do that. Otherwise I can't wake up. I'm kidding about the naked part. <laughs> Not sure if I'm going to be able no, to look at No, I actually, thing. I only sleep in, in my briefs. All right, so what did you eat for <laughs> breakfast? No, listen, here's what I, have for, I was going to tell you the story about how I got downstairs. Okay. Was that TMI? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Emma. It's morning radio. <laughs> it's morning radio. People are like, okay, this is uh, too much. This is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> this is too much info. Thanks. Thanks, Sherman. Thanks, KSL. What did you eat for breakfast? Here's what I ate for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. I, I immediately went to the George Foreman Grill. I threw in a burger. I made, uh, though, while that was going, I hopped in the shower real quick. Boom, boom. Out of the shower. I did that naked. I got back into the kitchen, uh, grabbed the burger out of the George Foreman, unplugged it so it wouldn't start a fire, made three eggs, mixed two protein shakes in chocolate milk. Yeah, it was a little weird. Chocolate milk has a very high amount of protein in it, apparently, and chocolate. Uh, and then uh, I, I ate all of that. I buttered up the, the toast that I put. I toasted two things, breads, pieces of bread I toasted, and I put... Butter, uh, loads of it, like it was cream okay. cheese on each side because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, a lot of cholesterol and stuff in my I'm just trying to gain that weight. Fat, whatever. I, I need to eat lard. So I put the burger, eggs, and everything between that, stuffed it down, drank both protein shakes. Then I, as I was in the car on the way here, I ate a large banana. You've what, been eating a lot. So what was the joke about pita? The Peter joke. Hold on, I wrote it down. Here's, <laughs> I wrote it down. I knew I'd forget it. I was on the way here. You sent an email to yourself. Here's it says. This is the this is the subject. A Peter joke. I had a chicken and a cow for breakfast. Peter, eat that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. How good is that though? Right. That's so dumb. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. Thank you. Hot. Hot. Hey guys, Calvin Goldspink, make it famous. Only available right here on Cali FM. One through one. That's Calvin Goldspink's new single. And I, you know what? I like it. Joby Hart, who comes on 9 a.m., 9 to 11, he premiered that song yesterday. We had the exclusive play on Calvin's single. We will continue to have exclusive play of that song throughout the week. You can only get it right here. On 1031 Cali FM, you got to go to CaliFM.com. That's K A L I F M.com. And if you'd like, call in 877 595 3424. Well, you guys know James Bond, right? Well, it now has a license to look fabulous. Daniel Craig dons a bl uh, blonde wig, dress, and high heels for a PSA spotlighting gender inequality in the two minute clip. Judy Dench, who plays M in the uh, 007 movies, says, quote, for someone with such a fondness for women, I wonder if you have ever considered what it might be like to be one. Shortly after, Craig appears in full drag. And then, <laughs> then they put on the, they put the Born Again song on. That Do you remember a couple weeks ago when I was telling you that I had lunch sitting next to Conan O'Brien? Yes. Judy Dench was But you were not there. actually sitting next to Conan O'Brien. But I was sitting next to him at a different table. <laughs> that's, what That's what I wanted out of you. That's what I wanted out of you. So I Judy was Dench was there too, and, and the people I was having lunch with were saying, oh my gosh, that's Judy Dench. And I'm wait, like, wait, who's that? But how, it's M from 007. How, exactly. But did you, did you recognize her? No, I had no idea. Have you ever seen a Bond movie? Yes, but yeah. Okay. I never paid attention to M, so, but I know who it is now. So that was kind of cool. She is the one in the Bond movies who basically runs the entire operation. So right. she gives Bond his missions. Bond never follows his missions. Bond reports to her. Re yeah. Eh, kind of. Right. Yeah. She's the boss. 
and apparently listens to Lady Gaga. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Hudgens is looking for Zac Efron's replacement after a multi-year on and off relationship with her high school musical co-star. Vanessa is ready to play the field. Asked recently if she's dating anyone, the Beastly star replied, no. I'm taking numbers. Okay, well, I wait, hope let me she... write this down, actually. <laughs> I hope she doesn't start dating Pettifer from uh, from Beastly. I know. I, I I hope she stays single I just like for a him. few. See, I like Vanessa. I've I've met her before. She's very beautiful. And she is awesome. She's the sweetest girl. However, when I met her, she was dating Zach. Oh. So I couldn't make any moves. Probably a smart move. I was going to play real hard to get. <laughs> it was going to be good. Snooky in the news again. What's with Jersey Shore and pro wrestling? First Angelina stepped in the ring, then Jay Wow. And now Snooky is set to appear on WWE's Monday Night Raw next week. And I guarantee you, I can absolutely guarantee you from the bottom of my heart <laughs> that Emma will not be DVRing this <laughs> or watching it live. I don't even know what WWE's Monday Night Raw is anyways, so probably not. Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment, I think. Worldwide. Well, Wrestling World, Worldwide, yeah, Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment, I believe. World that. Wrestling. I can't even talk. Wow. Uh, well, I won't be recording it. And, and it's not Monday and, Night. Uh, it's not on Monday Night. Oh, no, oh, it's on Monday night. The Bachelor, and I'll be in a fashion show. So, won't okay. ha won't have an update for you on that one. All right, good. Uh, how about these celeb quickies here? Bradley Cooper says Charlie Sheen is definitely not appearing in Hangover Two, despite reports to the contrary. Anyway, Brad tells People Magazine, unless they have a time machine and we can go back to Bangkok, my understanding is that we already have filmed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not going to work out. Guy Ritchie's third child is on the way. The director's girlfriend, model Jacqui Ensley, is pregnant with her first child, uh, with their first child together. Ritchie has two sons with his ex-wife, Madonna. What a lucky guy to have been married to her. Kidding. <laughs> True Blood star Sam Tramwell, who plays Sam Merlot and his girlfriend Missy Yeager, are expecting twins. Aww. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Oh, babies. Whoa, the IRS says Al Pacino has stiffed them out of nearly 200000 bucks. Al says his former business manager, Kenneth Starr, is to blame. Starr has been sentenced to seven years in prison for concocting a Ponzi scheme. Wow. Look at what we have here. Another Hollywood horror story yeah. with the IRS. First, Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. Really? I had no idea. Nicolas Cage? He had to sell his houses and say he's broke. Oh my gosh, I had no Because idea. business managers can be sleazy. You make millions of dollars. You can't manage your money. You don't have time to pay your bills. Mm -hmm. You pay $3,000, $10,000, $20,000 a month to have a business manager run your business for you. Financial advisor. Your financial advisor, exactly. Lets you know when you're overspending, gives you a budget, pays your taxes, pays your bills. I need one of those. Well, you need one that doesn't do this. Yeah, concoct Ponzi schemes. Uh, I, although, I don't know uh, from either of us if they'd ever get $200,000. Uh, know, or if we'd ever owe <laughs> In a lifetime. <laughs> In a lifetime, exactly. What's the deal? Come on. All right, so do we have Jill on the phone? We do. Is Jill here with us? Yeah, Jill's here. We have, uh, we have Jill on the phone right now, and Jill uh, works out in New York, right? And you work for Nicole Williams, who's written a I billion, do. I work who's written a billion books. 
She's written three bestsellers. Uh, most recently, um, she came out with one last year called Girl on Top, and that's coming out with a soft cover in the fall. It kind of turns all the rules, the dating rules, girls know about, you know, how to find the right guy and turns them into the same rules as how to get a job. So, so it's kind of a fun play on it. Yeah, it sounds like it. But I'm curious, hard covers and soft covers come out at different times. I wouldn't know. I read ebooks. You know what? They do. Apparently, soft covers are clearly more coveted <laughs> because you don't have to lug around the book. But they basically, they're about spaced out a year. Wow, I had this, no idea. Is this going to come out for the Kindle? <laughs> <laughs> it will. Really? Oh. It will. We'll get that on a Kindle. So how long do we have to wait for the iPad, iBook, Kindle version? <laughs> I'll send you one right away. Can you really? I'll read it. I will. You can talk about it. Will you? I would love yeah. to read about Girl on Top. <laughs> It sounds like my kind of book. So you're Nicole Williams' branding and marketing uh, manager over there for Works by Nicole. That's the company. I am. I'm one of them. We're a very small company, but uh, we're always kind of working on new initiatives. So t talk to you about those initiatives. What are you guys doing right now besides this book, Girl on Top? Um, we're working on this book. We're working on creating some marketing boot camps to kind of pick your career in shape where girls will get... Um, emails every day on little tasks that they can do to improve their career. Um, little things like just staying in the office later than normal, wearing like a good suit every day, networking, talking to your boss, like little things that really go a long way. Okay, and you, are you guys doing some new media stuff as well? I do. I work on all the social networking and we're working on a few things. Um, and of also just creating like interviewing workshops and things like that. We're getting content on Shecky's right now and Forbes. Um, and Nicole is also Shape Magazine's career contributor for the next couple of months. So a lot of exciting things are going on. Uh, nice. And she's also written for Elle, Cosmo, Glamour, right? Wall Street Journal. She's, seen, she's been on the Today Show, Good Morning America. She's been everywhere, Nicole Williams. She has. She's done it all. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Okay, so can you give me some some content from Girl on Top, some rules maybe that that we can give to girls right now? Like uh, I I know I have some written out here actually, which is on my notes. Here. Let's see, like keep it brief is one of them. Well, keep it brief. It's basically like a first date. You don't kind of tell the guy, "Oh my God, I love you. I want to have ten children." On the first date, you know, you're going to scare that guy away before your first drink comes. So it's kind of like on your job interview. You know, you put. It's all about first impressions. You know, you keep it brief, you talk about yourself, and you kind of mask over any of the insecurities or anything like that on the wayside. Yeah, good, you can't give up that. too much of yourself. You can't give up too much information. That's why I hired Emma. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she hardly spoke when she walked into the studio, and I said, you're hired. <laughs> all right, so what about don't bash your Perfect. ex? What's that all about? Don't bash your ex. Basically, it's, you never want to talk badly about your employer because you never know who's listening and you never know what they'll catch. So it's basically the same thing. You know, you should never completely bash the person that you're with because you never know. 
Jill is just always focusing on you. Jill Jacinto, uh, who works for Nicole Williams, is talking to us about Girl on Top, a book that Nicole wrote and is coming out uh, later this fall. Soft cover. Just learned that soft covers come out about a year later than hard covers. She's their branding and marketing. Uh, she's the branding and marketing manager for Works by Nicole out in New York, uh, and she's talking about some rules from this book, Girl on Top. Uh, all right, let's see another one here. Have others sing your praises. That one makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it's all about your coworkers, your friends, your business associates, paying up your best assets. I mean, it's, you can't exactly go to your boss, you know, email them, I did great on my report today. I really hit it hard <laughs> in that meeting, but it's great if your coworkers and your other managers speak up for you. How do you get them to like, do it's that? Great if you, That's well, what like, I want It's know. great if you get an email from a coworker. Um, this is a tip I learned from Nicole. It's great if you got an email from a coworker and it was like, great job, and then you Kind of, and it has, like, a little bit about what you talked about in the meeting, and you forward that on to your boss. Now, obviously, they're going to read down, and they're going to see that somebody else thought you did a great job. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not exactly like, you know, you're pushing yourself out, but you are. So is this expensive? Because I, I guess you'd have to pay the other person to write this email for you. <laughs> Manager Max will like always you guys write that email. <laughs> Manager Max is free. He does it for free. Uh, play he hard. Does it for free. Yeah, exactly. Play hard to get. Talk to me about that one. That that one we always hear. Um, well, playing hard to get, just like you know, with the dating world, you know, you don't always act like a little puppy dog who you know will do everything whenever, however, because then you're going to get walked all over. You know, it's all about supply and demand. So if you really need something, then you have to supply me with a raise and more incentives to do something. Just like in the dating career world, it really all overlaps. That makes If you really want to go out with me, so prove prove what you can do for me. Mm-hmm. So Girl on Top, for those of you just joining us, is all about this book, is all about contrasting your dating life for women, in particular your dating life with your professional uh, work life, I guess we could say. Exactly. Okay, keep the fire alive. I love that one because that's such a dating term. How do you apply that to work? I want to know that. <laughs> it's really about just not getting, you know, wrapped up in the nine to five of work and just really trying to figure out why you started working there to begin with and just keeping yourself excited in what you're doing. Just like in a relationship where, you know, it's been three years, you're not newlyweds, you're not in the honeymoon phase anymore. Right. How to keep it exciting. You're comfortable now. Um, Will- you're comfortable now. And you can also learn all these tips on our website, NicoleWilliams.com, where we have tons and tons of content and stories. You know, if you want to know how to ace an interview, reinvite your resume, become an entrepreneur, it's all on there. And we have week letters, uh, news leaves. Newsletters that come out three times a week that you can get great content too. Okay. Well, we'll be willing. Uh, well, you know, what we'll, here's what we'll do we're going to post something on the blog, Cali FM, K L I F M.com for you, Jill, about Nicole Williams and mm-hmm. all her stuff and maybe some of these tips. Maybe we can do this together. We can figure out what to post on there if you write up something. I mean, you're the marketing manager. You got to keep this, you got to keep the fire alive here. <laughs> so we'll keep it alive. This right. website right. looks great, by the way. Oh, thanks. Emma has a brand new website, emmabaker.us, and she's so stoked about what she sees. <laughs> she sees Google and goes, this is too basic for me. <laughs> 
All right. It's hard to create a website. You always have to keep them current. You I know. know. Different. It is. It's true. Willing to walk away. The last one there, Jill. What, what's that mm. about? Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you got to put all your cards on the table. So, but if you put them all on the table, you have to be able to say, I can, A, financially afford, emotionally afford, and physically afford to give up this job. Makes sense. So if, you, if you could do that, just like with a man, if you put it all out there, you got to walk away. I would know that exact thing. The exact you thing would? with a man. <laughs> walked away from Kyle. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Lots of girls have walked away from you, Kyle. Nothing to say. With that said, it's the all new Cali FM. There is more Cali online at KALIFM.com. It's time for Weird News. No big deal. This is my favorite part of the entire show. Love weird news. An 83-year-old North Carolina man was arrested after robbing a Walmart. Isn't everything cheap there anyway? Come on. <laughs> it's the same Walmart where he works as a greeter. What a nice guy. I'd Wait, he him. works there? Yeah, as a greeter. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Who, who does that? As a greeter. He's supposed to be a lovely, nice person. George Plain Jr. was working at the store when he went outside to his car, put on a disguise, and then pulled a gun on a garden center employee. Oh, my God. Demanding money from the cash register. Because, you know, the garden center is the bank of Walmart. That's where all the money is. In that register. <laughs> really? You're buying small shovels and stuff for your garden. <laughs> I would, small shovels. It's like, come on. Police said plane fired one shot into the air before taking off with the cash. Officers pulled him over a short distance from the store, and he surrendered after a brief standoff. Officers were surprised when they learned plane's age. He appeared to be in good shape, said Statesville Police Captain T.C. Souther. Again, he's 83 years old. Um, I just have a little story about a cop again. The other day, it was Ricky Knockbar's birthday. And you guys know Ricky as the producer of the show, one of the producers. And Ricky... And I, and about nine other people, nine other people, we, we were uh, cruising down. We were, in a, we were in a limo on our way to Medieval Times for his birthday. I felt like we were in high school. <laughs> you know, we were in this limo. We're going to Medieval Times. I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing? Are we, are we 10? Um, and, and so we're in the limo. And it comes zipping by at about 140 miles an hour. I'm not kidding you. And I'm not exaggerating. Was one of those speedster motorcycles, those crotch rockets. Really? Blasting. I mean, I've never heard or seen it. I mean, you almost could miss it. I mean, just like going, it was about, it had to be 140 miles an hour. Oh my. Is my guess, my wow. estimate. Wow. Maybe 300 miles an hour. Yeesh. I mean, it, it could have been a plane. Could have been, it could have been a, a bird, Superman. Who knows? It was a crotch rocket, actually. But there were police, like way behind, and then coming up, you can see him, and they were all, they were, there was a chase on the expressway, but he was going so fast, the cops were too far behind. I mean, they would have to set out spike strips, which they would just kill the guy with anyway. I, I don't know how you stop somebody like that. On a cross rocket, he's zipping around traffic, in through cars, weaving in and out. Wow. Sounds I dangerous. Mean, <laughs> it is. I believe it's dangerous. Imagine him going 140 miles, a car merging into him, an Oldsmobile, for example. M merging into this guy, going 140 miles an hour on a crotch rocket. You would rocket 
from your crotch onto the ground. <laughs> it would be unreal. But no, seriously, the cops couldn't catch up to him. So I wonder if he got away. I was, I was wondering. I wish I had KCAL 9 in the uh, limo. And KCAL 9 here, for some reason, in Los Angeles, chases are the most important thing on TV. They'll stop glee for a car chase. Breaking news. We have a car chase. Channel 9. You know, what's what's the deal with car chases? KCAL 9, I see what you're talking about. Exactly. Now, that was a weird story. <laughs> weird news. <laughs> right here, fresh from the bin of my brain. A Florida woman was arrested after taking off her clothes, just like I do in the morning, throwing rocks at people and pulling out her dentures and throwing them into a canal. That's kind of funny. Dentures, canal, root canal, they all go together. Collier County Sheriff de deputies responded to reports of a naked woman throwing rocks found... Uh, I'm sorry, throwing rocks, found 46-year-old Tina Belinda Masta wrapped in a blanket on a dock. Deputies said Masta, who appeared drunk and reeked of alcohol, that would, if she reeked of alcohol, she wouldn't appear drunk, she would be drunk. So that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Opened the blanket, exposing herself to the officers. What lucky guys. She also told them she had taken out some of her teeth and tossed them into the water. She kept picking at her teeth and asked to use some pliers, deputies said. Wow. Masta was arrested and charged with disorderly intoxication. A neighbor brought her some clothes while she was sitting in the police car. Nice neighbor. What a pleasant neighbor. Yeah. That's somebody I appreciate. As, a, as, <laughs> as, just, as a human being, I appreciate. A Polish man had to be rescued by Coast Guards after he drifted out to sea on a large piece of ice clutching a bottle of vodka. His nickname, Polar Bear. <laughs> 20... <laughs> 23-year-old Michael Kalowski had been drinking with his buddies when he decided to stand on a sheet of ice forming on the shoreline of the Baltic Sea. But as he got in, a chunk broke away, sending Kowalski into the uh, open water. Quote, we dared him to do it, and it seemed like a good idea after a few hours of drinking, said one friend. Uh, there was a loud crack, and then he started to float away. We thought it was funny at first, but then he started to scream for help. You know, funny ideas always happen like that. This one time, us good stories always start like that. This it's, one time, we were on our way to medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> they all start like that. Well, this one time, or once. We were drinking. <laughs> this one time, we were drunk. I thought it was going to be funny until. Everyone always <laughs> has that friend, too. The one that always gets drunk and has that story. Every, every, almost every three or four days. Oh, dude, I got drunk. Oh, dude, you, dude, you, you got to hear this. Yeah. La oh, bro, 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 bro. Last, bro, listen to this. La and they say bro like 80 times because they're hungover, but they're still excited. Bro, bro, bro. Man, bro, listen. Oh, dude, bro, listen to this, man. So last night... I hooked up with this crazy chick, dude. I met her out. I was like drunk, but then I realized it was a dude. It was crazy, bro. Bro, bro, bro. Oh. I got so drunk, man. I'm so hungover, dude. I need a nap, but I'm at work. Ah, oh, bro, man, bro, man, bro, uh, man. Bro, man, bro. Classic. His friends alerted the Coast Guards who had already spotted him. He was rescued and taken to the hospital where he was treated for hypothermia. Duh. Of course you're going to get that on a piece of ice in the middle of the Baltic Sea. <laughs> An embarrassed Kowalski later told reporters, quote, well, I won't be doing that again. I guess he learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah. Smart. That's really, really good. Would you ever step out on a piece of ice ever? <laughs> Have you, you done it before? No and no. Are you sure? Yes and yes. I feel like you told me the story once. You, just don't, <laughs> want your, you don't want your parents to know. And I feel like they're listening. How about this one? An Ohio man's sweet dreams turned it into a nightmare. When police found him passed out in his car, <laughs> cradling a bottle of Bud Light. Speaking of alcohol, Jack Tucker, 51, was snoozing in his parked but running car when police approached the vehicle. 
According to police, Tucker was unresponsive and had an open bottle of Bud Light in his lap. He was tired. Oh, how cute. He was reportedly snoring and did not wake up when police shook him and yelled at him, even. Paramedics arrived and used smelling salts to revive uh, revive Tucker, wow. who was taken to the hospital and released. He was cited for physical control of a vehicle, failure to reinstate an open container. Wow. wow. What an idiot. So dumb. And he's 51 years old. It's not like he's like 22 and in high school or well, even in college. Exactly. It's like, it's like he's 50, you're a grown man. You're a grown man. <laughs> Grow up. I wonder if the parked and running car was outside of a, a gas station or something. He was like, it's still filling up tank. failure at life. That's so sad. What, an absolute failure at life. That's what we call need needs help and AA. Come on. Driving, leading groups. Another explosion in the studio. <laughs> Driving, explosion leading two. groups, tolerating pain. They all kind of seem like things that men would be able to handle more than women, right? That's kind of like the preconceived, you know, just thing that you would think about when you think about men. Okay, so a man named Dan Abrams feels differently. <laughs> he wrote a book called Man Down. So interesting. And it's, it, it, the little catch is, it's proof beyond a reasonable doubt that women are better cops, drivers, gamblers, <laughs> spies, world leaders, beer tasters, hedge fund managers, and just about everything else. <laughs> so in this book, he explains and proves that women are much better at things that we have, and that we have always believed men are better at. So, so some of the things that he focuses on in the book are women are better drivers. Men are more likely to engage in reckless driving behavior, which I think is so true, Kyle, considering. What happened to me in December? Uh-huh. This is my first uh, accident. I started driving when I was 15 on a permit. Drove thousands of miles, tens of thousands of miles. Never mm -hmm. one accident. After thousands of miles. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks uh, to a brief moment of looking down. <laughs> Oprah was right. Women were found to be less corruptible as cops. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 I don't know if I could see that. There's a show on TLC all about women cops and, you know, women cops of Houston, women cops of Detroit, and police women of Memphis, whatever. And these girls are pretty bad, eh? Let me tell you. I mean, they'll give you a parking ticket. <laughs> they will arrest you. They will if have in, the dog yeah. sniff the... They will put smelling salts with the paramedics underneath <laughs> your nose to wake you up. Yeah, so I, I don't know how I feel about that one. Uh, it, women in the medical field get into less trouble. Only 20% of female doctors are never under... are ever under investigation and are half as likely to be sued. I wonder why. Men are more skeptical. That means they're shady. You know what's funny? <laughs> I actually agree with all this. Do you? Actually, yeah, 100%. I agree with every bit of this. 100%. Okay, what about this last one, though? Women tolerate pain better. Women endure more well, pain throughout their it. lives. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a child. You have, to, you have to give birth to a freaking kid. But that could only be once in your life if you think about it. Like, I can't, how much pain that is? Like, I can't That's handle stubbing my toe. Well, may, you're you're a girl. Okay, so your your whole your whole statement about believing what this guy says is true is wrong. He's talking about women. No, I agree with him. Do you? Women are are going to be less. I think men typically are more competitive, mm -hmm. which means they're going to be more corruptive. I, I think I think women are just as competitive. I'm a very competitive person. Well, yeah, but you're I, again. We're going to call you a girl for now. Uh, I would love to be called a girl. Thank you. That's a huge compliment. 
You're welcome. Uh, all right. So coffee, little did you know, it's actually kind of good for you. Really? You know, as we all say, oh, my God, if it's four cups of coffee this morning. I would have never guessed that. Like Kyle. They always um, go back and forth with this crap. Oh, I know. one glass of wine's Oh, one glass of wine's going to kill you. Oh, you know. One glass of wine is good for your heart. Right. But... I mean, Cheerios, they're good and then they're bad. It's yeah. like, come on. So one of the reasons the case for coffee is good for you is it protects your heart. If you drink one to three cups of coffee a day, you are less likely to have a stroke. So I guess I'm going to be having a stroke because I don't drink coffee. Uh, it diverts diabetes. The antioxidants in coffee can help boost your cells' sensitivity to insulin, which helps regulate your blood sugar. Don't drink too much, though, and uh, mix in decaf when you're able to. Yes, ma'am. That's an order. So the calf, it, well, you're, you'd be a good cop. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this: Is it the ca- so the caffeine is what's bad because if it says mix in decaf in there, mm-hmm. yeah, well, don't just have like, a lot of caffeine. Just like. Just like energy drinks as well. I'm sure that there are vitamins in there that are good for you, but it's Taurine the caffeine. and those other, yeah, zinc. Yeah. Your liver loves coffee, although the research has not completely confirmed See, this. See, exactly. It's it is said that coffee helps lower your risk for liver disease. So those of you who are alcoholics, you should be also down in coffee. <laughs> this is written by the same people who said we never made it to the moon. <laughs> Again, last hour I mentioned this about something else. I think... These are the same people. Apparently, it boosts your brain power. Uh, if you drink between one and five cups of coffee a day, you lower your risk for diseases such as dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's disease. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. And uh, it also helps headaches. It's kind of like the, the cure for a hangover is to because drink more. Because when you're addicted to coffee, you get <laughs> headaches when you don't have it. Of course, it's going to make you feel better. Okay. It's like being a crackhead. When you don't have your crack, you're going to get a headache. Crack helps your headaches. <laughs> According to studies, 200 Thank milligrams you. of caffeine can help reduce your headaches, even migraines. I, I think your theory on that is totally right. It's by completely the way. true. Yeah. Come on. Are you serious? Yeah. Hey, guys, coming up here in just a sec, it's Joby Hart, uh, who happens to be in the studio already, came in a little bit early. I'm happy he woke up this morning. Thank Apparently, he, he was nervous again for work. I swear one day he's going to show up at like 945. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, the alarm didn't go off till later. I'll voice track him. Oh, I'll make him record some voices or something. Uh, all right. What else is going on here? Tonight on TV, Glee is uh, Glee's on on Fox. And by the way, I think my commercial for Old Navy might air tonight. Woo! National oh, yeah. Old Navy Good spot. Good. Not quite sure, yeah. but I think my Old Amber Navy. Amber Baker. <laughs> I love this fan club. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, no, we're not fans. We just like saying your name. All right. V uh, <laughs> is on ABC. The Biggest Loser is on NBC. Uh, Pitchman and Dirty Jobs. Season finales are on tonight on Discovery. USA airs the feel-good special Character Approved, honoring 12 cultural trailblazers. That could be kind of interesting. Mm. I might DVR that. And then for those of you who are Jackass fans, uh, the 3D movie <laughs> is, um, is, is coming to DVD, and I'm actually going to go buy it because I think Johnny Knoxville's hilarious. Yeah, he is great. I thought you were going to say, for you jackasses. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Way to lose KSL fans. <laughs> no, no, no. This movie, I've, I have one and two. I haven't seen 3D yet, though. Have you seen it? Kyle? No, I haven't seen the three. I haven't seen it in 3D. Have you seen the movie, though? No. Okay. I, might have I haven't seen it in 2D either. <laughs> 3D gives me headaches. It truly does. Me too. Me too. I get dizzy. I can't handle. It's too I weird. can't handle it. It's too. Yeah. It's too messed up. It's, it's too, too too much. Too much going on at the yeah. same time. I'm, I already see 3D enough every day as it is. For those of you avid listeners out there, my good friend, my good girlfriend Lauren 
Elaine. She's coming into the show tomorrow at 8.20. She'll be on air with us. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking. She's a designer based out of San Diego, but she lives here in L.A. And uh, she is an up and coming. And she's got this fabulous line. She's got several different um, labels. And I'm actually walking in her fashion show next week on Monday night for her new fall winter collection for um, L.A. Fashion Week, Los Angeles Fashion Week, March 2011. And I'm really excited and I feel very honored because her line is very special and I love the clothes. I think they're beautiful. And we're going to have her on the show tomorrow to talk about, you know, how she became Lauren Elaine Designs, how this brand all started and where she plans to take it in the future. She's she's very, very talented. Uh, She went to school in Texas and um, now she's living here in L.A. We don't even need her to come in tomorrow. No, 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 we do. This girl's so this girl's so interesting. I can't wait for you guys to talk to her. I, I mean, that that was everything we needed. Thank you. <laughs> that that was like that was like the whole tease, the whole that was the whole sell. Lauren Elena tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Joby Hart, nine o'clock. Come up here and just sec. This is Kyle Sherman live. Hey guys, have a great Mardi Gras. And uh, Grace, Mobile, Alabama, have a wonderful Mardi Gras until tomorrow. I guess they get three days off down there. This has been another episode of Kyle Kyle Sherman Sherman Live. Live. And we're sorry. Head to KyleLive.com for old episodes and more. Kelly FM is powered by the KSL Radio Network.